Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Veterans Health Show here on 55KRC, the talk station. This is Todd Sledge from the Cincinnati VA Medical Center. And along with me always on the, in the dugout and on the bench is my, my sidekick, uh, Chris Malat, producer of the Veterans Health Show. So welcome to this afternoon's show. We're going to focus on uh, – I'm just going to sit back and have a candid talk about, uh, you know, kind of my viewpoints and Chris's viewpoints and comments as well about why veterans should consider uh, their health care choices and make, make us part of their health care portfolio here at the Cincinnati VA Medical Center. And there's so many different things that we offer veterans as far as health care services and benefits to, that uh, so many veterans are, are not aware of or maybe not thought about um, how the VA fits into what I call the personal health care portfolio, and I'll explain that a little bit more. But we're going to get in-depth in with that this afternoon. I'm going to point out some resources. I'm going to take some time talking through those kinds of things because – you know, Chris, I heard an interesting story uh, this week um, from a, an individual who works here. Um, I, I won't mention mention their name, but uh, the person is now 40, 41 years old and, you know, and said said to me, you know, Todd, I was 19 years old when I started my military service and, uh, you know, serving in my uh, tours mm-hmm. um, for Operation um, Enduring Freedom or Operation Iraqi Freedom. And, right. you know, now they're 41. And uh, just the way that he talked about VA was amazing. And it just made me think about that category of veterans who have maybe been, you know, started at 19, 20, 21 years old, you know, be, served in the military, maybe as a result of 9-11, you know, did boots on the ground in Afghanistan or Iraq or, you know, different places over, 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 um, overseas and over country. And, and here we are so many years later removed and how many veterans are maybe not fully accessing the uh, information um, that's available to them. Right. You know, right. and so that's our job. We want to make sure that we're at least getting out the right communication and you understand how the process starts. And uh, we will definitely get into um, that uh, here in the first segments and segments to come. But again, um, you know, going to give you a little bit of information quickly about COVID-19 vaccine. And uh, we're going to be uh, getting out some information to you very soon towards the end of uh, our be- beginning of next week. Sorry, I forgot. It was Saturday. We'll turn around here. Beginning of next week, middle of next week about uh, flu, flu yeah. shots. Yeah. And uh, have confirmed directly from our pharmacy that you can get the flu shot and the COVID-19 vaccine at the same time. At the, wow. At okay. the same time. Um, there is no complications associated to it or compromisations to it. Um, I just made that word up um, <laughs> uh, about it. But, uh, you know, I, Christian Schmidt, chief of pharmacy here at the Cincinnati VA, has been on our show multiple times and uh, just talked with her about coming on here in the next week or so uh, onto the show and start laying out some of the different things about the vaccine, the boosters, right. uh, just different questions and things about that as well as um, uh, about the flu shots coming up, which – it's hard to believe flu season's right around the corner. I mean, I it starts in October and, you know, kind of hits heavy. And, um, and you know, that is another mandated requirement for VA staff. That Very is true. a requirement of your employment yep. um, is to get that flu vaccine and uh, – you know, we're, we're very fortunate to be able to do that. And I should say, yeah. you know, if, if for someone who's, who's considering being a patient here, that's probably a comforting fact, knowing that, you know, we do mandate things like that because that absolutely you're going to come here. You're going to be treated by people right. who are, who are, you know, completely safe and everything and looking out for everyone's best interest in their health. Absolutely. That's, that's 100% correct. And, you know, I've been very impressed with our staff, the very high numbers here, high percentage numbers of our staff, um, are uh, vaccinated and uh, you know so that we are 
if our like to your point, our staff is protected. We're protecting our veterans, right. and uh, you know, protecting those veterans who go home, protecting the staff members that got home to their loved ones um, as well. So again, COVID nineteen vaccines are available here at the Cincinnati VA Medical Center Monday through Friday, eight a.m. to three thirty p.m. You don't need an appointment. Nothing needs to be scheduled. You can walk in right to the front door. Uh, ask the greeters, ask the information desk, or if you know where the auditorium is at the Cincinnati VA here located at 32 Vine Street, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45220. You can come on right on down into our auditorium, walk into the vaccine clinic. There is not a wait time. I walk by there multiple times. I know you do as well, Chris. Yeah. Uh, you're going to walk right in. You're going to be in and out of there probably within 15 minutes or less. And uh, you started that vaccination process um, as well. Um, also, too, they will be able to offer you here very quickly uh, getting the flu shot um, it, it, with that. And uh, more to come and more information. We'll get that out to you either uh, between here on our radio show, on our Facebook page at Cincinnati VA Medical Center, or we will definitely have this information on our website next week um, as well at Cincinnati.va.gov. So, again, COVID-19 vaccine available Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 3.30 p.m., at the Cincinnati VA Medical Center, you may ask, "Well, I get my care at the community, one of the community-based outpatient clinics. One of our six uh, clinics located throughout the tri-state area. Um, I call it the 275 Healthcare Loop, um, where we're where we're located. And uh, you do need to schedule an appointment. Um, that is where our Johnson and Johnson vaccines are available as well for our veterans. But you do need to schedule an appointment um, with those particular clinics uh, to be able to um, uh, you know go ahead and." Um, um, get that vaccine um, by getting it scheduled um, as well. So, uh, again, this is Todd Sledge here on the Veterans Health Show here on 55KRC, the talk station. As, uh, you know, again, we talk about so many different things that uh, come up about VA health care and why veterans should access their, their health care benefits um, here at the Tri-State. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. You know, um, you know, Chris, uh, just a little bit of banter, you know, I mean, you know, uh, what I what I hear some of my language that I use the, the VA healthcare system. It's a private club. You have to be a veteran to use it. You have staff that know veterans and their health care issues better than anybody else in the community or the private sector. We specialize in certain types of care for veterans. Um, you know, it might be anything from, you know, cancers related to Agent Orange or different toxins or radiation type of stuff. Mental health services available or women's veterans health clinic. You know, our, uh, you know, what they call post 9-11 uh, transition clinic as well. I mean, there's so many different avenues for which uh, veterans should think about how the VA can help them and, you know, get rid of some of these myths and misconceptions about who's eligible or not. And I'll talk about that in a second okay. um, with that. But, again, if you are interested or want to know more about your VA health care benefits, it's very simple to do. You call our eligibility office at 513 475 6499. That's 513 475 6499. I promise you a 15 minute call or less will be able to have you talk to two of the best eligibility specials, I think, in the VA healthcare system between uh, Mary Haggerty and Michael Page. They are very good at what they do. Um, if you've probably been told, I will guarantee, I'll bet you a lunch on this, that you have probably been told the wrong information about who's eligible for VA healthcare or maybe potentially received wrong information in the past. Um, about who's eligible or possibly how you're even eligible. Please give us a call. Find out um, what it is that we can do for you today. It can be a life-changing call um, that can uh, really get you connected with the, the benefits that you have 
rightfully earned and deserved. So um, you definitely want to take advantage of that. I'm going to be referencing a lot of material um, in today's program here on 55KRCD Talk Station. And uh, if you are someone that likes to uh, uh, browse the web, um, likes to get them some more in-depth information, you can find out a lot of this information I'm talking about on our website at cincinnati.va.gov. That's cincinnati.va.gov. And right there on the left-hand side, there's a tab that says Become a Patient. And right on there has got a lot of easy, descriptive uh, explain, uh, explanations of who's eligible. It's got the eligibility office on there. There's a nice short uh, three, or I'm going to say a five-minute video that is uh, we produced a little while ago. Has veterans talking about their VA healthcare experiences, and uh, I definitely ask you to check it out. If you're a family member, a caregiver, someone who's in the community supportive of veterans, and uh, you want to know more about the benefits that your loved one, your veteran loved one, is entitled to, you can also call our eligibility office and get that information as well. Um, you can't you can't enroll the veteran directly, but you can get that information and pass it along, and excuse me, and help us become you know ambassadors. Of VA healthcare right here in, in, in the Cincinnati area. So again, that number is 513-475-6499. You can find that on our website at cincinnati.va.gov. You can also go to Facebook at Cincinnati VA Medical Center. And I, I promise you, we're putting daily information up there about what we do, the services and programs that are available. And, um, you know, why am I saying all this? I'm just asking you to come test us out. Right. You test know, drive. It's a test drive. Right. It's a test drive. Come in, find out what our staff is like, find out what the services you're available uh, to receive, and uh, give us a test drive. I'm going to steal that from Chris. And come test us out. Determine for yourself if, if this is a healthcare provider or a healthcare choice that you want to make a part of your individual healthcare portfolio. You can, you know, you can add that, which I'll talk more extensively about. If you have private health insurance, you got different things that you use, this whole battery of things of where you get health care and how you take care of yourself, your whole health self, you know, try considering adding us um, to that health care portfolio. Um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Some of the services are free. They're convenient. You can do them virtual. Um, there's so many different avenues in which, um, you know, you could take advantage of these benefits as well. So, again, I encourage you to do so. Um, and, uh, you know, it starts with that eligibility call. That's the first process to do that. And, again, for those veterans that are using um, our Cincinnati VA healthcare here in the Cincinnati area, we want to thank you for uh, trusting us as 92% uh, of our vet- 92% trust score among the 40,000 veterans that use our VA healthcare services. Well, we're up against a break here on the Veterans Health Show here on 55KRCD Talk Station. As we uh, will come back, you'll have an opportunity to continue to hear me talk about the benefits and, and all the avenues in which you rightfully have earned and deserve to figure out uh, how we can take care of you and be a part of our community. We'll be right back here on the Veterans Health Show here in a few seconds. Welcome back, everyone, here on the Veterans Health Show here on 55KRCD Talk Station. This is Todd Sledge from the Cincinnati VA Medical Center. Well, we're talking about uh, VA healthcare primarily here in the Cincinnati VA in the in the tri-state area, and uh, let me just put together a little bit of landscape of where where, where we are actually located, and where you know some of these uh, locations are. So, because I think that's one of the myths, Chris. Chris, Chris, can't even talk today. Chris <laughs> right. is, um, you know, some of the myths and misconceptions about VA healthcare maybe here in the tri-state areas. You got to get everything done here at the Cincinnati VA down in Clifton, right? And that's not the case. You know, we have um, 
a lot of locations available. Right. It, you know, it's our centralized location, and you may have to come down here for something special, some part of mm-hmm. specialty clinic or something like that, but you can get care at all of our outlying CBOC facilities, which is really nice. It's convenient for everybody. Right, exactly, exactly. So let me run through that a little bit, some where we're located. Obviously, our mothership main campus is here at 3200 Vine Street here at Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, we are wedged between the University of Cincinnati and the Cincinnati Zoo. And I, and I say that because those are two landmarks that pretty much everybody has some familiarity with. If you've raised kids, had kids in the city, you've been to the Cincinnati Zoo. Right. You know, right. pretty simply. Um, and so, and also the University of Cincinnati, which, by the way, a little bit of fact about the Cincinnati VA Medical Center, we are the uh, academic medical affiliation for the University of Cincinnati. So some of the brightest minds in the world who come to the University of Cincinnati so to go to medical school, yep. have to go through VA to do the residency. It's a wonderful thing. Right. You can't beat that. And I, and I say that, here's a little bit of Todd Sledge digression here, is that uh, when, you go, when you're out in the private sector, if you go see a dentist or a podiatrist or um, a general physician, look up on the wall and see where those, they've got their different certificates in that and uh, ask them if, if you see the University of Cincinnati, ask them if they did the residency at the VA. And it's kind of a nice conversation piece. Um, when they do that, because I've actually done that. I've been like, oh, did you do your training at the VA? Yes, I did. It's one of the best experiences I've ever had, and I love working with veterans. So right. a little bit of known fact about the Cincinnati VA and its relationship with uh, the University of Cincinnati. Well, let's get back to talking about our locations. I said we're located at 3200 Vine Street here in Cincinnati, Ohio, but we also have six community-based outpatient clinics, and I mentioned that earlier. I call it the 275 VA Healthcare Loop because we all, these six locations are located you know, within about 10 to 12 miles off of 275. We are located in Butler County, which is right out there off of Route 4 there in the uh, Fairfield area, Fairfield-Hamilton area. We also have a clinic in Claremont County, which is right off of Route 32 there in the Eastgate, Mount Carmel area, right there at the top of the hill if you're not familiar or if you are familiar with that area. Then we go out as far east out into Brown County, out into Georgetown, Ohio, a beautiful location out there as well. Um, it's close in proximity to the state veterans home. The state veterans home is not ran by the VA, but we do provide, uh, support services to that facility. Then we get over into Northern Kentucky where we have a clinic in Bellevue, Kentucky, right there on uh, route eight, uh, down in that district. Actually, if you know where the uh, party source and Frisch is and, and right behind the Bellevue vets, we are literally right behind the Bellevue vets there off of route eight. Uh, there in Kentucky, which actually Bellevue was our first community-based outpatient clinic we opened uh, back in the early uh, 2000s. Okay. With that. Yep. Huh. And then uh, Florence, Kentucky, we're located uh, across the highway, across I-7175 from the uh, very long legacy Turfway Park, Turfway, Turfway Racing yeah. Park. Um, big, huge, uh, half-moon, concave-shaped glass building right there on the top. The left-hand side is the big uh, VA logo. There in Kentucky. Then you get over into southeast Indiana, over in Dearborn County and Lawrenceburg, uh, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Right when you come off the exit, if you're going to make a left to go down to the casinos or the Lawrenceburg Speedway, um, which I used to love to go to as a kid. I can't believe that, that Speedway is still there. But you take a left to go down to the casinos. Right there on the right-hand side, um, before you, instead of taking the left, you go right. There's a La Rosa's and a movie theater, and our clinic is located um, right there. So those are our six community-based outpatient clinics. Then you have the Fort Thomas Division, which a lot of people, they call it the Fort Thomas VA Hospital. Right. Uh, but it is the uh, Fort Thomas Division. And uh, over there we have our um, full services of mental health programs for our domiciliary programs, 
our three PTSD uh, residential programs. We also, in the basement, we have a full occupational uh, and physical therapy um, um, program or department. Um, there's a Jerry, national recognized Jerry, Jerry Fit program where yeah. you know, when you're above the age of, uh, I think it's 70, um, and now they've lowered the age. There's a beautiful um, you know, program that they do over there nationally recognized. I think you've done some, some, I have, some yeah. work it's, from them. It's a very nice facility there, and they've got all sorts of amazing training equipment and, and, and great things that they do over there. That's pretty nice. I know one yes. time when I went to visit him, and I was like, man, I'm out of shape. This guy's like so much better shape than I am over here. I need to <laughs> start doing something. But great programs over there as well. And then also over in Norwood, don't forget, we have uh, our uh, behavioral uh, wellness and, and center over there where they do a variety of different things over in Norwood. Yeah. And then we have our partners uh, at the vet center. So we are very conveniently located uh, here throughout the tri-state area. And um, I know that was a lot of information, but you can go to our website at cincinnati.va.gov. That's cincinnati.va.gov. If you click on locations and directions tab, it'll tell you where uh, how to get to all these uh, locations. Um, it's got the physical address. It's got a picture of the facility. Uh, it's got a little bit um, more information so that you can become conveniently uh, aware of what these are. Now, I mentioned these because, and you said it earlier, Chris, we do offer a lot of services at these community-based outpatient clinics. I know we have podiatry, we have mental health services, mm -hmm. obviously primary care services. Um, there is um, audiology um, as well. We have some audiology booths um, that are that are located in these facilities. So they do a lot of things to help you not have to travel to Vine Street. Um, so it really is the true considered off-site or remote locations. Um, to do that, which might be right. convenient for you in your community. Sure, you sure. Know? Um, you know, whether you're traveling for work, maybe going to school, you live in that community. Um, I always used to chuckle. I used to have an office over in Claremont, uh, the Claremont uh, Community-Based Outpatient Clinic, and uh, I would see the husband and wife come into the waiting room, and um, sometimes I would go out there and I would ask them, you know, hey, what brings you in today? And they would tell you, um, and the veteran would have a spouse, and they'd say, well, you know, after my appointment, we're going to go over here to the mall, or we're going to go to Jungle Gyms, and we're going to have lunch, and we're going to do this. So it almost becomes like a day trip. It kind of does, You know, right? when, it, when they go to the <laughs> clinic, especially our folks coming out from the east, out in those other uh, uh, rural areas. Rural areas you know, they, yeah. uh, I used to chuckle when they would call Claremont. They said, we're going to the city, you know, <laughs> and I'd say the city. And they'd say, yeah, this is called the city. Um, and that they would say, well, I don't go down to Clifton, but I will come out here to Claremont. So um, <laughs> these are why these are conveniently located. The wonderful thing, too, that I want to mention about these clinics is a lot of the people, a lot of our VA staff, they live in that community. Right. They live in that county community area. So there's a lot of familiarity with people that uh, uh, work there. Uh, they're part of the community as, as providing health care services to those veterans in that county area as well. You don't. Here's one of the misconceptions about that. You don't have to live in that county to use that clinic. I've been asked that. I'm like, no, you can. You can. There's veterans who live in Kentucky but work over in Claremont who use that clinic. So uh -huh. you don't have to live in that county to use those those uh, services uh, around the C box. It's your healthcare system that will allow you to use whatever facilities you like to. Um, and then don't forget, you know, we have the those remote site locations, which are the physical locations. But don't forget also, too, if you're using the VA um, or if you're looking to use the VA, don't forget we have full capacity to do uh, virtual care, virtual, vir virtual yeah. video connect, which yeah. is, you know, obviously huge, huge uh, opportunities during COVID 
uh, to remain connected to our veterans remotely by uh, video connect or, or some other type of remote care. And what I love about that is when your appointment is at 2 o'clock, your appointment's at 2 o'clock. You click the link, your provider comes up. You didn't have to come and park. Right. You didn't have to travel. Parking. Right, parking. <laughs> you didn't have to deal with travel. You didn't have to deal with maybe the clinics, you know, running a little behind that day because the doc was busy uh, doing multiple kinds of things that were unexpected. It provides a nice opportunity to do that, especially for those veterans, as I was mentioning, that may be going to school, working. You know, they've got the capacity to get uh, connected um, right into uh, their providers with that. So a little bit of a landscape um, that we have here and, um, you know, wanted to give you, the, wanted to provide that opportunity for you to know where we're, where we're located conveniently for you to tap into your access. Because one of the things we, I would not want veterans to, to, to not do is say, well, all of your services are down in Clifton. You know, I live in Fort Wright or I live in Fairfield or I live in, you know, you know, not close to Clifton, that's why I don't use VA healthcare. Right. And so again, to your point, Chris, you know, your primary care can be connected through the community. You can have that connectivity with your provider at that clinic. Um, again, my healthy vet also allows you, which is a lot like my chart, allows you to do secure messaging to talk to your providers, you know, talk about prescriptions, talk about some different things. So, um, I guess I'm kind of saying you can't use the excuse that you don't, you'd have to go to Clifton to get your health care. Um, you, you can, you can get tapped into a, a, a convenient location right near your backyard where we're conveniently located. Well, we're up against a break here on the veterans health show here on 55 KRC, the talk station. I'm sitting here with uh, Chris, Chris Malata, producer. This is Todd Sledge from the Cincinnati VA medical center. And we will continue my conversation. This is a direct conversation with you. Uh, I'm challenging you to come test us out find out how good we are about t taking care of veterans. Um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised about the great care and service that uh, you can, you will receive and for family members to know that we're taking care of your, to, to taking care of your loved one um, the best way we know possible with all the great resources. We'll be right back here on the veterans health shows. We continue our conversation and welcome back everyone here on the veterans health show here on 55 KRC, the talk station. This is Todd Sledge. And with me is Chris Malat. He is the producer of the veterans health show. Well, we're, Chris, you and I are sitting here bantering back and forth, talking about VA health care. I've talked about, uh, you know, uh, the landscape about where you can go to get your health care. But let's start about how the process really begins. It does start with you calling our eligibility office, 513-475-6499 is that number to call. When you call that number, what's going to happen is you're going to talk to an eligibility specialist, and they're going to run you through a series of questions and to help find out where you fit as far as health care benefits go. So let me, let me do this first. Again, VA health care is a benefit. It, this is not insurance. There's no insurance processes related to what we're used to in the private sector. These are health care benefits. So depending upon where you fit into the eligibility requirements, and I'll get a little bit into that, will determine the type of benefits you're, you're, you're eligible for. But first, let's talk about some of these uh, general eligibility requirements. If you're a former prisoner of war, you're automatically eligible. Pretty simple. A recipient of a Purple Heart, automatically eligible. Um, if you're a recipient of the Medal of Honor, you know, that's a no-brainer. Have a compensable VA-awarded service-connected disability of 10% or more. Okay? So that means, you know, veterans that receive a 10% um, monthly compensation, 
uh, through a service-connected related disability that's been awarded through our Veterans Benefits Administration, you're automatically eligible for VA health care. You would be surprised, Chris, how many veterans I come across who are 10, 20, 30 percent who don't use VA health care. Really? Absolutely. They've no used way. it for a variety of other things, you know, that helps lead to things. But, you know, and obviously it's a great benefit. I mean, it's a rightfully earned benefit. Absolutely. I mean, if, you know, military service, uh, you know, re- resulted in some kind of physical injuries, uh, mental health injuries, combination of both or sickness or disease or illness, definitely related to that. But um, I've come across I've come across a lot of veterans who are 30% or higher who don't know they're eligible for vocational rehabilitation for fee, free. <laughs> Education, training, different kind of components. Right. So there's a whole bunch of this and this i say that to emphasize this is why we want you to call the experts to help you walk through it if you are receipt of a va pension now a va pension is different than service connected pension is if you serve during a wartime era you are eligible for a uh, certain level of monetary compensation it's usually i think now it's probably around in the 900 to thousand dollar range a month could be a little bit higher depending on your dependents and different things but that is for veterans who um, served during a wartime era, mm-hmm. and they are eligible uh, through that as well. Uh, you were discharged from the military because of a disability that was not pre-existing. You got an early out or a hardship. Um, you know, sometimes veterans will say, "Well, you know, I, I you know, I, I only served three months, or I served four months, and I got up for these particular reasons." This is usually one of those criteria categories where someone has gotten the wrong information. Um, and this is why we want you to call our eligibility office. Served in a theater of operations for five years post-discharge. Pretty simple. Served in the Republic of Vietnam from January 9th, 1962 to May 7th, 1975. This includes the U.S. Navy and Coast Guard ships associated with military service um, in Vietnam. So that, some of that's, those requirements expanded a little bit. And some of those things, expansion also related into some possible service-connected rating disabilities that you could be eligible for because of the blue waters blue and water, yeah. different things of that nature. Yeah. Served in the Persian Gulf from August 2nd, 1990 to November 11th, 1998. Uh, if you were stationed or resided at Camp Lejeune, this is another new one over the last three to five years, for 30 days or more between August 1, 1953 and December 31st, 1987. So, Again, Camp Lejeune, you might want to you might want to um, determine to see if uh, what your dates that you may have resided or served through Camp Lejeune. Yep. You are found by VA to be catastrophically disabled. That means that you just they they have a criteria for what what that determines what that means. Um, previous year's household income is below VA's national income or geographical adjusted thresholds. So when sometimes veterans talk about the VA told me that I made too much money. That usually applies to that piece. But, again, sometimes depending on who they asked or what they talked about um, with someone, they didn't account for their medical expenses, their dependents, and different things. That lowers that that, uh, income threshold to make them eligible for VA health care. My point in emphasizing this, and there's a slew of other ones um, that are uh, a part of this natural um, checklist, automatic approval for VA health care, is that, this is how complex eligibility is. That's my point. And when you talk to an eligibility specialist, they're able to navigate the question to help get you to the right direction of what it is that we can help determine um, 
when um, you're looking for your VA health care. Now, what does all that mean? After what happens with eligibility, you can be placed into one of eight priority groups. Depending upon what priority group you fall into depends upon what types of services uh, cost no money at all, what the extensiveness of them, the, the services may be. Um, I know there's a lot of questions from vet- veterans around dental care. Um, you know, that is a high priority service connected related percentage that you have to be eligible, which is primarily 100 okay. um, percent service connected to, reset, to receive dental care or it be uh, medically related uh, to a condition that your doctor is able to justify why VA dental services needs to be required or it's also part of vocational rehabilitation um, to get that approved as well. So many, many different things go into these uh these um, ideas of who's eligible because, you know, the military does so many different things. You know, you know, you, you're, when you're fit for duty, we're going to, you know, we're, we're good. When you're done for duty and you, and you graduate into becoming a veteran, um, it gets a little bit uh, challenging to know what you're eligible for. And I know separation a lot of times I say, oh, you know, contact your local VA, you know, they'll, they'll talk to you about your benefits. But there, it's such a complex, comprehensive uh, system that you can't put your arms around unless you talk right to the experts. Right. You know, that's, that's really my emphasis. Now let's talk a little bit about myths and misconceptions about veterans, about VA healthcare eligibility. This is, these things are primarily um, things that I have heard over my 20 plus years of talking with veterans about possibly why they don't uh, even seek out or test the VA healthcare system. So these are, these are, this is not something out of a VA manual or uh, a VA standard or a directive. It is something that uh, I've just heard from thousands and thousands of veterans that I've talked to here in the tri-state. Myths and misconceptions for veterans about VA healthcare eligibility. I did not serve in combat, so I don't think I'm eligible for VA healthcare. That's a big one. That's a big one. That's yeah. a that's a huge one. The VA a lot of time is a, a lot of times, or most of the time, is associated with. Uh, people thinking that uh, we serve only combat veterans. We serve all veterans who are eligible uh, to be uh, seen and use their benefits through the Cincinnati VA. Another big myth and misconception. I was not injured in combat or during military service. Okay, that's another big one I hear constantly. It doesn't matter. Uh, You know, injured or combat during military service, if you're eligible for VA health care, you're eligible for VA health care. Here's one that I hear a lot. I have private health insurance, and the VA won't let me use private health insurance. That is not that is not true. The VA encourages you to keep your private health insurance because it's a benefit. Again, it helps. Again, VA healthcare services are benefits. It helps supplement some things that your private health insurance maybe uh, is too costly, uh, can't provide in a timely manner. Or it keeps you from having out-of-pocket expenses. Right. And that's where it fits into what you call your healthcare portfolio. Correct. Is, you know, you can use VA benefits to supplement what you already have. Correct. So that's, you know. Absolutely. And the big three that I will tell you that where this really comes into play, medications, hearing aids, and eyeglasses. Eyeglasses. You know, I've, I've talked to numerous veterans who have paid thousands of dollars for hearing aids to learn that they could get hearing aids here for free right or a heck of a lot cheaper or eyeglasses um or eye services just like you know you know uh, what's that called they wouldn't like things that attack your retina and the disease that goes in with glaucoma, glaucomas yeah. cataracts 
all those different things of that nature. Um, so eyeglasses, hearing aids, and medication. I really encourage you as a, as a veteran, here's one thing that probably nobody's ever really mentioned a lot is can you use the VA just to help with your medications? Absolutely you can. You do got to go through our primary care services to do that. Um, you know, you can't bring an outside prescription to our pharmacy and ask to be filled. Right. But you can have a primary care provider in VA and have a primary care provider in the private sector who can't talk to each other about how to manage your care. Um, that is one of the huge benefits. One of the ones that uh, someone who's like, like myself, who's not served in the military, um, but I understand where this comes from, is that here's another big myth and misconception. Um, vet- a veteran who feels he or she is taking benefits away from another veteran who needs it more. That's a gigantic one. I That's, a big one. That's a big one. That's a big one. There, there. I hear you'll hear a lot of times, and I know where that comes from. You know, you're trained. Your 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 mental fortitude is you know always taking care of your buddy, always taking care of your your comrade, always taking care of the next person. And uh, sometimes we've got plenty of benefits. It doesn't mean that we have you know only so many vouchers of health care right. that we pass out every plenty year. To and, go around. and when they're out, they're out. This is not one of those things we want you to uh, determine as, um, you know, you're not your military experience is any different. Yes, it may be different of where you're stationed, what you serve, maybe if you're in combat or different kinds of things. But, again, no veteran has taken any benefits away from another veteran who needs uh, the care and assistance that they need. Well, again, we're up against a break here on the Veterans Health Show. We'll continue and finish our conversation for this afternoon segment when we come back and finish up talking about VA eligibility right here on the Veterans Health Show. Welcome back, everyone, here on 55KRC, the talk station for the afternoon edition of the Veterans Health Show. This is our final segment of this afternoon's programming. I want to thank you for tuning in and if you are a regular listener thank you for uh, listening to chris and i each week that's right that's right <laughs> as Thanks, as, as we walk through the process about uh helping uh, the community become better involved and better engaged in what happens with veterans right here in the tri-state but also most important more importantly those veterans that uh are not enrolled in va healthcare at any kind of level hopefully we are having a little bit of movement in the influential dial about uh, you thinking about um, how to use the VA healthcare for some of your benefits uh, regarding healthcare services, and that's that's really the goal of this show is you know to just keep putting communication out there, uh, keep making veterans aware of the different resources. Uh, we do follow up at times when we have our guests um, talk about their programs, and they offer kinds of different things. We follow up with them, and there's always a great response um, to to those offices who've put out their information and engaged themselves through the through this uh, Veterans Health Show. Um, about what's available for veterans. Well, we've talked about the physical components related to VA healthcare. You know, as far as you know, coming to the main medical center, coming to our community-based outpatient clinics, or maybe some of our off-site facilities. And I failed to mention, which is this is awful of me to do. I forgot about the eye center that's located, you know, a couple blocks away, right, right. by uh, the old Mecklenburg Gardens. Well, it's still the Mecklenburg it still Gardens. Is, I shouldn't yeah. call it's it on, the old Mecklenburg Gardens. Yep, on Highland Street. On Highland Street. Yeah. Uh, and we're actually right across the street uh, pretty much um, from them. And uh, full-service eye center, they do more than just give you eyeglasses. I think that's one of the myths and misconceptions there, <laughs> that it's just more than eyeglasses. They have full-service um, eye care related to, to any kind of um, optical optometry type uh, need that you may have great facility and um, I encourage you if that's one benefit uh, to get in to get engaged with you can easily do so Um, and again call our eligibility office at 513-475-6499 well some veterans who may not be enrolled in VA healthcare maybe have heard of this and those veterans who are using VA healthcare um, 
may know about our community care program, which is a process for receiving care from a community provider. Veterans, veterans and the reason why community care was established was to expect better access and, and to greater choices in their health care choices, which I, you know, I think this is one of the best and smartest things VA ever did. Um, you know, when you, when you have, it, it were, this is what the challenge is. When you're different, when the private sector is different, where they've got multiple VA facilities, multiple VA providers, where, you know, here when you've got 40,000 veterans that are leaning on a system for care, sometimes there can be challenges in getting the right, cor correct, and fast access that you need. And so we're always willing to work with uh, um, our community partners who have the same mission in mind um, as we do is to take care of our veterans quickly and effectively and efficiently um, and with their medical care needs. Some veterans have taken advantage of this community care program. I was going to walk through that a little bit and talk about what this means. So, you know, let me first say, do please do not walk away from this Veterans Health Show today and say, I heard from Todd that I could go to any provider that I wanted to and the VA will pay for it. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this is a process that you have to get a pre-authorization pre from our community care department before you see a community provider. They will actually do all the connectivity for you. Oh, that's convenient. Yeah, they, wow. it's not where you get an authorization and you kind of walk around and say to any providers, what will they take? Our office has agreements with different community pro providers and specialists and so forth about the types of things that are available through a community provider to make access to care um, uh, more efficient for veterans in different areas where they may have difficulty getting the kind of care that they want. So, again, you got to have a pre-authorization, and that starts through the process uh, with your primary care physician. They're the ones that, who can um, establish that consult over to community care. Well, how are you eligible for community care? There are six eligibility criteria. I'm going to walk through those just a little bit. The first one is that the services that you're looking for are unavailable. So, for example, if you are in need of a service that is not available at the VA, maternity care, let's say a certain surgery, um, certain something for your foot care or whatever it might be, we will connect you out into the community because we're not able to provide that service. Now, again, we provide a lot of services here at the Cincinnati VA, yeah. but there are some smaller services or, or not smaller, maybe some possible unique services that we do not provide that you need to talk to your provider about or your provider is going to offer you an opportunity to understand what these things are through the community. The facility is unavailable. You reside in a, in a U.S. state or territory without a full-service VA medical facility. Well, we have a full-service VA medical facility. Yeah. So, but for some veterans who, you know, maybe live further distances away or long distances away, this would be a possible opportunity. One of the third criteria is your grandfathered through choice. You were eligible for community care under the Veterans Choice Program distance criteria. So prior to community care, there was the Veterans Choice Program, um, which came out uh, before this. The community care program is refined or was updated with new regulations and requirements from the choice program um, in, in doing that. So you're grandfathered into the choice program. Medical interest. Your VA provider determines it is in your best medical interest, interest to be referred to a community provider. So, again, that's a discussion between your medical team or your PAC team, your patient-aligned care team, or a specialist about determining what is in your best medical interest that they talk about. 
Um, the fifth criteria, quality standards. You need care from a VA medical service that VA determines is not providing care that complies with VA's quality standards. So, again, quality standards meaning that, you know, maybe there's not the full efficiencies of what is available. We're going to find that for you um, as well. Access standards. You meet the access standards for average drive time or wait time for a VA appointment. I'm going to talk about that real quick. What does that mean? Access standards for drive time means that primary care or mental health or non-institutional extended care is 30 minutes or more away. Or specialty care is 60 minutes further away. So they're talking about drive time, okay. you know, with that. Right. Wait time, meaning for primary care or mental health or non-institutional extended care, means that you would have to wait more than 20 days to receive that type of care. Or 28 days for specialty care. Okay. So there's different priority access standards to the type. When we say access, you call, you want an appointment, or you're talking to your provider. They 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 write, they do a consult. They say that you need to see orthopedics. Well, orthopedics can't see you. Let's say within these parameters that I just mentioned, they're going to refer you to community care. Okay. Somebody that can't. So again, full advantages of being able to do that. So what are the drive time access standards? You may be eligible to see a community provider if your average drive time from a home from home to a VA medical VA facility that provides the services you need takes more than, like I just said, 30 minutes travel time to receive primary care, mental health, and non-institutional extended care services, including adult daycare programming. So those, you know, those extended geri geriatric or geriatric kind of care. 60 minutes travel time to receive a specialty care service. You know, and it's hard for me to fathom when you think about this. I mean, we are where we're located here in Clifton. There's hospitals everywhere. There is. Pill you Hill, know. right? But then again, for some of our rural veterans that might be in Indiana, some of our veterans in Kentucky, right. out in the east, eastern part of Cincinnati. Right. You know, this makes rural, sense. It, it makes really total, sense. total sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, again, these are all the types of the community care process overview. Number one. Eligibility. VA confirms a veteran's eligibility to receive community care. Again, you have to be pre-approved, pre-authorized pre to receive care in the community. So please make sure you understand that. Appointments. Veteran or a VA staff member schedules an appointment with a provider within VA's network. So when if you are out in the private sector right now and you're seeing someone that you like, and you ask them if they can see veterans, they may say, nope, we're not, we don't currently, we, we don't see veterans um, under the VA community care umbrella. However, that conversation can happen. Getting care, veteran receives care from a community provider in its VA network. VA network, yeah, um, I sound like I'm a school teacher. Pre-authorization <laughs> and community provider uh, VA network. Billing, here's the biggest question. The community provider sends the claim to a third-party administrator or for VA for payment. So the, that all is taken care of from the community provider side of things. I know there's been uh, – we had payments that were stalled. We talked about with Jennifer Strong multiple times about veterans receiving bills. Remember, all of that was waived um, actually coming up here almost before the end of September. 
September right. 30th, a lot of those services will be waived. So, you know, again, a ton of information we're throwing at you today here on the Veterans Health Show. Um, and uh, the main thing that we want you to walk away with is a couple of these three things. Number one, come test us out. Find out what we can do for you, how your benefits apply to your personal health care portfolio, and how you can get started under our umbrella of taking care of you. Number two, where does that start? It starts by calling eligibility at 513-475-6499. I'm going to repeat that again, 513-475-6499. In the third place, go to our website at cincinnati.va.gov. Click on Become a Patient. Look all through those myths and misconceptions, some of the eligibility criteria and what you're eligible for, and let's get you started with the, uh, the benefits that you've rightfully earned and deserve through the Cincinnati VA Medical Center. Well, that's going to be it here on the Veterans Health Show this afternoon. Thank you for tuning in as we are here every Saturday at 1 o'clock until 2 o'clock. Um, on behalf of Chris Malott, this is Todd Sledge. And hope we continue to listen, tune in each week here on the Veterans Health Show as we learn more about taking care of veterans right here in the tri-state. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we'll see you next week.